Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio, right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we are so honored to celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. But some of you are listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast. It's November the 7th, 2022. Uh, as I say every weekend, week, we're coming to you live from the Foundation Studio every single Monday. We're really proud to be here. The Foundation is working so hard to protect our outdoors heritage here in the great state of Mississippi. And uh, we really appreciate that they are the, uh, the, the title sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. I spent the weekend in the Mississippi Delta checking... Uh, our three farms that we lease with my dear friend Mark Creech. Um, we methodically went to every single food plot and every single stand. You know the drill. You had to check on things. We did some trimming. We uh, we put up a stand. We checked straps. We checked for wasps. <laughs> Actually, really important this time of year, especially when it's not cool. Uh, coolness kind of makes them uh, pretty dormant, but when it's warm. You know, you don't want to hang around the wasp, that's for sure. Um, anyway, all of you who do a little bit of regular hunting out there, you know the drill that we were involved in. We actually had one good rain since we planted three weeks ago. And then we had that wonderful, amazingly heavy rain over the weekend. Man, did it rain. It was sort of perfect timing. The plots are all were already all coming up really nicely. But the rain this weekend should really supercharge things as we as we go forward. I mentioned um, on recent shows that my good f- farmer friend, uh, Travis Dunn, did a test of a no-till drill at one of our farms. That has gone very well, actually. Seems to create a bit of an advantage in drought conditions because it methodically lays that seed just a little bit deeper so that it can get into some of that moisture. So anyway, that is going really well. You know, <clears throat> working with uh, Travis and his brother Clint have been uh, has been a real good constant reminder to me and uh, my friends and my family around me about how important that relationship is with farmers. Uh, we have such a such a great relationship with farmers across this great state, and uh, <clears throat> you know, without them, we wouldn't be as focused on wildlife habitat the way that we are. We really do appreciate farmers across this great state. They are so vital to the hunting community. Incidentally, uh, as you've heard me say before, uh, I I was joined this past weekend with my friend Mark Creech. I call him MacGyver. He He can literally fix anything 
he can uh, he can cook anything, and like me, <clears throat> he really just enjoys being there. The deer and duck hunting, at the end of the day, just icing on the cake. You know how that is. Fishing reports all along the coast are really good right now. They're super excellent. Uh, my son Jordan uh, caught a, a four-pound flounder and some redfish over the last couple of days. The uh, the, the the reports from charter boat captains uh, across the coast <clears throat> are that the backwater fishing continues to be to be good. It's really just that time of year. Uh, speaking of that time of year, youth gun season. <clears throat> excuse me, I was you know, getting a frog in my throat. Youth gun season over the past weekend opened up, and I've seen so many great pictures of moms and dads and their kids out in the outdoors. They're they're out there making so many great memories. A reminder that uh, that a family that hunts together stays together. You know, going into the outdoors is really an opportunity to cleanse your soul. Cleanse your soul. It's even better when you can do uh, enjoy the outdoors with family and friends. It's uh, it's frankly very addictive. That that filled to table lifestyles, my friend Jim Shockey calls it. What's uh, that's what this show is all about? Celebrating the heritage of Mississippi. Uh, the wonderful outdoors of Mississippi. Hey, we've got a great show today, but before we go any further, I want to invite my friend uh, and the producer of uh, of Outdoors to come into the conversation uh, real quick. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Great. This is Cal Curley. You know his voice. He does uh, IT and operations for Super Talk Mississippi Media. He actually does music in the Superdome during Saints games, and tonight we've, we've got a Monday night game. So busy day for you, my friend, I bet. Busy day. Wrap up the show here and uh, put on my Superman cape and head to New Orleans. <laughs> That's great. Look, I've often said about Kyle that when the music is, uh, when, when the Saints play well, when they win, it was because of the music. When they lose, it's because they had a terrible game plan. Tonight, the music's going to be amazing, right? It's going to be phenomenal tonight. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I went through last night and uh, a little bit this morning on, on, a, on a game plan of where I'm going with it. And uh, I think tonight's going to be great. And I think the execution on the field is going to be even better. So I'm looking for uh, big things tonight. Looking to roll out of there uh, close to 10, 1030 tonight with a W. <laughs> Good for you, Kyle. You're the man. Hey, listen, they come off a game. The last Saints game was incredibly dominant. One of the rare shutouts. You know, you don't see shutouts in, in the NFL anymore. Defense and offense, they made everybody play really well. They've got a tough game tonight against the Ravens. But, uh, you know, given where they stand in the standings, if they win tonight, they're, you know, they're looking, they're looking prettier these days. Who would have thought it when the season started? Yeah, you know, the, I guess one of the good things that's really working for us, if we can stay on this um, streak, if you will, it's a one, what is it, a one-game streak or a two-game streak. We're in the NFC South this year, and this year looks like it's going to be a, a dismal uh, NFC South. And maybe six, seven, and ten, uh, eight, and nine will win the division, but I think we'll end up with uh, over 500. I think we're going to be really close to uh, taking out the South. You know, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I know they went down the field on that last drive with 50 seconds left. You know, it's Tom Brady. So yeah. I think still at the end, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape. Tonight now is going to be a bit different. You know, it, we're not playing the Raiders. We're playing... Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and there's a lot to deal with there. 
So if we if our defense can play as dominant as they did last week, I think we have a really good shot. I think Andy Dalton's been doing pretty good at quarterback, not losing the game. And then of course we have Taysom Hill as long as he's in the game. I think you know dangerous. I love the way they're playing with Taysom Hill. That's for sure. Hey, listen, we're going to be we're going to be moving in just a second over to Brent Madden. He uh, is responsible for new cadets and officer training at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. But before we before we go to Brent, I want to I want to you know, with Kyle just say, Kyle, you know we've had a string of great shows here on Super Talk Outdoors. Uh, for example, last week a little bit of a diversion, but we had our our friend Steve Azar back on who wrote the song One Mississippi, which is we all know by now is the state song for Mississippi and the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors. Steve's a special dude, isn't he? He really is. He's the most genuine. Whenever you hear him or see him speak, he is that way all of the time. There's no act with Steve. He's just 100% genuine, just a great person. Um, It's one of those things where, you know, just the limited interactions that I've had him had with him through the show. I know you've seen him outside of the show. You went up to the festival this year earlier. Um, Great guy. Uh, you know, one of those really proud to say he's a friend. Yeah. You know, just unbelievably uh, gracious, humble guy. Yeah, it really is. He has so much success in his life, and now he's honored with having the state song from Mississippi. So as he as he pointed out, when he goes all over the country, man, he's telling us he's getting standing ovations. When he holds that song to last, he's introduced us to guy who wrote the state song from Mississippi. And he gets a standing ovation in places like Denver, Colorado. That's pretty cool to hear, isn't it? It really is. I mean, it just goes to, you know, the strength of that song. And it really does incorporate every bit of what Mississippi is. And I think the secret is starting to get out. The more people visit, whether it's by mistake or they just had to travel here for some type of business or they're going hunting with a buddy, they always want to come back. They do. And as he and I talked about last week, it's all about the people. People of Mississippi are what makes us such a great place. And when we're in the outdoors is the one time when we can sort of neutralize all the politics in the world and really enjoy being together. How are we doing on time, my friend? We have about one minute left. I was wanted to say, you know, uh, looking through... You get through on these YouTube rabbit holes, you go for one video and it brings up another. And I ran across a a couple that just travels throughout the United States and a couple of their videos, they visited Gulfport and Biloxi. And the title of one of the videos was Biloxi Beach is not part part of the Mississippi you think Mississippi is or however they worded it. Yeah. Yeah, people are surprised when they come here. We're, we're, we're fortunate that this perception people have can be changed when they come here. That's the beauty of Mississippi. Hey, listen, when we come back, we'll, we'll continue Super Talk Outdoors and be joined by Brent Madden. We'll see you after this. I said three Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on.
At AgUp, your local John Deere dealer, you can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your AgUp location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us and visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. car really scary? Well, now is the time to upgrade to a brand new vehicle from Mazda of Jackson. Every car, SUV, and crossover in stock is priced to move with ghoulish deals. <laughs> Get super low 1.9% financing for 60 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And get 2.9% financing for 36 months on the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. No tricks, <laughs> just a whole lot of treats at Monster of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mustofjackson.com. With approved payouts like normal CEO for details. At Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, customer satisfaction is always our top priority, and we're dedicated to providing the highest quality materials available. Ask about our metal panel profile offerings with over 20 colors, all backed by a written 45-year SMP paint warranty, plus all your roofing accessories, underlayment, insulation, lathing boards, anchor bolts, pipe boots, pole barn kits, and more. Call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven at 866-604-4949. Buy direct and save, reedsmetals.com. This is Treasurer David McRae. One out of every 10 Mississippians has unclaimed money. It's not the government's money. It's your money. And I want to help return it to you. Join Treasurer David McRae and his team this Thursday, November 10th at Pearl Community Center from 4 to 7 p.m. They will help you find out if you have unclaimed money and how to claim it. To expedite your claim, be sure to bring a photo ID, social security card, and proof of address. Other documentation may be needed. Check online to see if your name is on the list at treasury.ms.gov. That's Thursday, November 10th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Pearl Community Center, 2420 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors as we hear my good friend Steve Azar's song, One Mississippi, the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors and the new state song for the state of Mississippi. Uh, anyway, I enjoyed that little quick visit with my friend Kyle. And uh, if you're watching Monday Night Football tonight, you'll enjoy the music that you'll hear in the background. And know that it's Kyle's the man picking that music and putting it out there for the world to see. And again, if the music goes well, the Saints will win. If they lose, it was because they had a bad game plan. So 
Cal's plan is to win. That's that's for sure. Now I want to shift over to uh, Captain Brent Madden, who is with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He's uh, he's over the Mississippi Conservation Officer Training Academy. He's had a great great history at the department and grew up loving the outdoors. And we're going to kind of tell his story here shortly. But before we go any further, let me say good morning, Brent. How are you, buddy? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? It's good to see you. Hey, so where are you sitting right now? I'm in the chief's office at our, our main headquarters in Jackson. Well, good. It's good, good to see you. You grew up in Scott County, you mentioned to me before we started the show. Yes. Uh, has outdoors always been in your blood? It has. My, my father and grandfather and uncles, they, they brought me up in the outdoors. It was an every weekend event, whether we were on the water or in the woods, we were, we were doing something outdoors. It's just kind of part of Mississippi's tradition. I mean, it, it, you know, it's interesting, and I talk about this here on the show all the time, that some people don't have a grandfather or an uncle or, you know, a father or a mother to bring them into the outdoors, and they, they, they find someone later in their lives that connect them. But once they get connected, they stay connected. We're fortunate, though, that part of Mississippi's heritage, though, is to is to introduce kids to the outdoors really early in life. And I often say on the show that a, you may have heard this on the first segment that a family that hunts together, enjoys the outdoors together, stays together. But that's really true, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I've always said you you keep the family in the woods, and especially the kids in the woods, uh, you keep them busy and you keep them out of trouble. So, do you still spend a lot of time in the outdoors yourself? Uh, I do as much as much as I can. I, I tend to work a lot, but uh, any any free chance I get, I've got a a ten year old son that that loves the outdoors, so he keeps me busy when I'm not at work. Well, ten man, ten years old. That is such a great age. I, I my fr- I had a my, I have sons now that are that are older, but when they were when they were growing up, they were about two or three years apart, and for a stretch of maybe more than ten years. I never even held a rifle anymore. You know, it was I just sat with them and enjoyed them. And then when they were plenty big enough to be by themselves, by themselves in the stand, when when they would let me come with them, I'd just go hunt with them so, and enjoy their hunt together. I mean, some of the best memories in my life are in the outdoors with my kids, and I'm sure, I'm sure that's where you are in your life as well. Yes, sir. I be honest with you, I can't tell you the last time I harvested a deer or turkey, but I can tell you the last time he harvested one. And that's true. <laughs> that is so true. And yeah, of course, we're just now. Uh, this past weekend was the opening of youth season, and uh, I, you, of course, social media gives you some insights into how many happy families there were across the state. It's good to see that, isn't it? I mean, I know that one of the things that you're really focused on is hunting safety, and we'll come back to that in just a second. But it's great to see this this heritage continue through the youth season, isn't it? Yes, sir, it is. And, you know, it, it, you know, we think when we take a kid hunting that, you know, it's just about going out harvesting something. But, you know, you, you spend so much time in the shoot house with your kid in your lap or beside you talking, you know, those good father-son, father-daughter conversations that, you know, you can't put a price on that. You, you can't. We got, so we didn't do the youth season this past weekend. We will this coming weekend. And so, as of now, we have pro- I think we have a the, t- the count is seven kids. Seven kids will be there, and uh, of the seven, I think four are girls. And man, it's go- it's going to be fun. I-, I you know I cannot tell you how much I enjoy being in in the outdoors with kids. Now that my kids are older, uh, my friends who have more than one child 
you know, I'm, I'm quick to volunteer to help them, you know, make sure their kids are enjoying the outdoors and having a great time. But it's a great opportunity to teach about, first of all, just the love of the outdoors for sure. But it's a, it's a, it, you teach about life and about how there's no margin for error when it comes to things like safety. And, and once you, you know, instill that in them, it, it stays with them for the rest of their lives. And they make sure that the people around them are always safe. But, you know, I, as a conservation officer, you were one for 17 years. It's, um, it's safety is really important. And you've seen when it didn't go well, you can see, you've seen what happens when people don't put safety first. And uh, this might be a good, good, good point in the conversation just to, just to remind people about safety. I close every show with be safe. See you next Monday, but please be safe when you're in the outdoors. How, how important is that to make that job number one? Oh, it's, it's, it's very important. You know, the last thing you want to do is not be able to come home with everybody that you went with. Um, you know, the biggest thing that we tell people, you know, when, when somebody thinks of a hunting accident or a boating accident, uh, especially a hunting accident, you know, they think a firearm was involved. Nine times out of 10, you know, most time it's a tree stand accident. We take tree stand safety for granted a lot. Yeah, hey, I had a friend of mine a, a few years ago who see, he was going to go hunt hogs. And so they said, he had a son with him, incidentally. And they said, okay, I, I want you to go go down this trail and then take a left and then just keep going down and you'll see the stand. Well, the stand was a really, as a two-man two millennium or something. It was a really good stand. But he didn't make it all the way to that stand. Instead, there was an old wooden stand that had were really, really old. They'd been there for a long time. And they thought that was the stand. So they got up in the stand. And as soon as they, his son, he got up, sat down, his son gets in and sits down. The moment his son sits down, the whole thing collapses. Old stand, been there for a long time. He, he seriously injured his back. But um, you hear that a lot, don't you? People just, I mean, it's, it's, tree stand accidents come in so many different ways. Checking straps, for example, that's something we do every year. We put, we go in and we put not one, but two straps on every leaning ladder stand. And, and we don't take it for granted that the, stand, that the uh, strap that's there is gonna be safe because it may not just be rod, it could be, you know, the tension of the strap, maybe a weakness in the strap somewhere, it could start to tear and you don't know it. Be, maybe it's on the backside of a tree or whatever. But um, there's a lot to consider when you think about uh, stand safety, isn't there? Yes, sir, it is. And, and on top of all that, most tree stand accidents occur when climbing up or climbing down. Um, I've worked quite a few hunting accidents where, you know, you get there and the, the climbing stand's still 16, 18 feet up the tree and safety harness draped is draped over it and you know it was just they fail because they didn't have it attached yeah uh, so it's you know checking your equipment every year making sure it's it's good but also wearing that safety harness is, is a lifesaver i've got a couple that it does that are sort of like you're you're talking about i think i think both of them are like 18 feet i mean they're just super super high but what i i have that that safety system that you connect to the tree above the stand and then it comes down the ladder and it's got the little thing that you click into. So as you're going up, you know, the knot will go up, but it won't come down. And you just, you know, you continue to do that as you go. And it, my, it's a, I have a club, but it's not a typical club. It's just a family and friends that we call it a club, but you know, I lease the land and bring some, some close family members and my closest friends into it. 
but uh, but I require that that they wear a safety harness when they go to either one of those stands. And a lot of times they'll just kind of brush it off. No, it's no big deal. I'll get up in it and say, but it's it, it, just missing a rung of the ladder on a cold day, or or as you pointed out, trying to get underneath some some camouflage. Once you get up in it, you're trying to put your gun in there. You're trying to do too much. What you should do is lay your gun on the ground and and, and raise it up once you get on once you get up in the stand. But we get in a hurry. We take these basic things for granted. One miss, one misstep, and and disaster can hit. And you see it, man. And you're seeing people who end up in wheelchairs the rest of their lives. Some of them lose their lives. I mean, it's serious, isn't it? Oh yes, sir. And it's it's like we tell people in hunter education. You know, we take one extra second, possibly two extra seconds, to be safe rather than forever being sorry. Ooh. That's powerful. That's a powerful message, man. That is a powerful message. I'm glad we focused on that. And I hope we touch some of you to sort of when you go a lot of, a lot of uh, even family situations, they have a little sign up area you know, where you go in and you sign into the stand that you're going to go to. And um, when they sign into certain stands, there are certain uh, safety requirements that go with those stands. And we have it all right there so that, you know, it, they all, everyone has to go to the same table, no matter if, even if they're going to one of the other farms, they got to come to the main farm first, sign in. Um, we make new people sign a form where they have to literally read the safety requirements before they sign the form. It's also a waiver. Uh, to protect us legally, but it, you know, it goes into a book, and every everyone who comes to hunt with us has to sign that form and be reminded of this of the, of the safety requirements. And we've been we've been really lucky. Hey, I had a I had a close call last year. I was coming down a tripod, just a nondescript situation, just basic, no problem whatsoever. I got to the very last step, and I missed the last step. Now I was amazed actually at what happened because I just literally missed one step. But because I missed that step. I came back and landed flat on my back and hit my head on the ground. It was it was fine. You know, it kind of stunned me for a second. But I looked to my right and there was a cedar knot to my right that almost landed on. Again, one of those things you just you don't you don't think of stuff like that. You got to make sure the the ground around you is clear. A uh, lot to think about. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Brent Madden and we'll talk about the academy and other things. We'll see you after this break. Reed's Metals Pole Barns are a great economical solution for recreational equipment and livestock or to be used as equipment product sheds. They're lightweight and easy to install. Trusses are available in preset sizes or may be custom ordered. Plus, we have many profile options, over 20 colors to select from, and a written 45-year paint warranty. Call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven at 866-604-4949 or stop by 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast in Brookhaven. Online by direct and save at reedsmetals.com. Calm. Money should never stand between you and your dreams. So, if there's a will, there's a way. I'm Rachel Ravenstein. And I'm John Ravenstein. You're going to love this. Right now at Juniker Jewelry Company, enjoy five years interest-free financing. You heard me right. That's five years, 60 months, interest-free financing for qualified buyers. Buy those gorgeous $10,000 diamond stud earrings she's always wanted from Junikers and pay just $166 a month. Buy that big, beautiful $15,000 diamond ring and pay just $250 per month. Buy a $5,000 designer diamond engagement ring for just $84 a month. Whatever you want at Juniker Jewelry Company. Just divide the price by 60 and that's your monthly payment. Shop now for Christmas and save. Because right now, through the end of the month, get five years, 60 months, interest free. Juniker Jewelry Company. 
1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junicorjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Innovative Health Clinic, providing personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. Innovative Healthcare, helping you get your life back. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialist. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialist has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialist, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Following the news of John Cohen leaving Mississippi State to become the new athletics director at Auburn, we sat down with President Mark Keenum, who said he was surprised when Cohen announced his resignation. Uh, my first reaction was a little bit of shock. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I thought John was very content here. I'm very content with John. I gave no indication to him otherwise, I can assure you of that. Uh, he's done a great job here at Mississippi State, and I'm very proud of what he's done. And and he's a passionate guy. I know he loves this university, and, and you can tell it by all the great things he's done. So I was, that caught me by surprise. The university is currently conducting a nationwide search for a new athletics director. And over the weekend, a dog was spotted in Jackson with a human arm in its mouth. As of now, everything but the head of the victim has been found. This is a developing story. For more, log on to supertalk.fm. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? 
If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Captain Brent Madden with us today. He's over the Mississippi Conservation Officers Training Academy for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, we're talking about safety, especially stand safety. But stand safety is not, not the only thing you got to worry about. But as he pointed out, people, when you think about hunting accidents, you think about gun accidents of some sort. And thank God we don't have too many gun accidents during the year, but we do have them. And we got to focus on that. It's in all these other activities that go on around it. Four-wheeler accidents, you know, falling out of stands, going up into stands that are that are old or are not not uh, secured to the tree properly. I mean, it comes in a bunch of different forms. But like I did this past weekend, what you got to do is you got to go out and methodically check everything out. Just go one at a time and go down your checklist and just just make sure it's safe. Just think about you're going to have people, guests, and family members and others going to these places. And you don't want them to, to have a hitch. You want them to be able to enjoy it. But speaking of gun safety, Brent, that is, um, we cannot overstate how important it is to pay attention to the gun in every respect. That's correct. Um, you know, we, we teach the, the Ten Commandments of Shooting Safety uh, in, our, in our hunter education classes. And, you know, it nails everything down. But the number one thing is treat every firearm like it was loaded. You know, whether yeah. you know without a shadow of a doubt it's loaded or, or unloaded or whatever, you still treat it like it's loaded. Because yeah. At the end of the day, I can't tell you how many act or incidents that we worked that, you know, the number one excuse was, was I thought it was unloaded. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's, you, you can't take that back. I had I had my friend Chris Gertz on uh, recently. Chris, I know him through the foundation and uh, he's just really a dedicated volunteer and, you know, sort of the conservation and wildlife community in, in, in Mississippi. But last year I had a guest from Florida that joined them. They have a place out on Kings Point. And, um, and so they, they got back, they shot a nice deer and they got back and one of the young men went back up to the camp. And when he got up to the camp, he went inside and inside is where he started to unload his gun. He unloaded, he, you know, he, he ejects one, and then he starts to eject another one and the gun goes off. It goes through the wall, it goes outside through another wall and hits a safe, ricochets off a safe and then hits hits a, another guy in the thigh. And uh, he, thank God he was fine. It didn't hit anything critical. You know, obviously got him to the hospital and everything checked out. But, but Chris was willing to tell the story as a reminder that what one of the rules we have at our place is that once you hit the driveway, that gun's got to be unloaded. So I mean, when you get, when you, you should never bring a loaded gun into the stand. Load it when you get in the stand. Unload it before you leave the stand. Uh, when you get to the driveway, the breach has to be open. We, we got, the breaches are going to be open. And if we, and if anyone finds a gun in the scam, that the breach is not open, find me. First of all, we're going to make sure that it's not loaded, and we're going to open the breach, and then whoever owns the gun, we're going to have a conversation with them. But I had a friend of mine whose, whose gun was loaded in the back of a truck, 
He reached in to grab something. The, the gun shifted. It went off. The gun went off in the back of his truck and went, went right through the, the top of, the, of his truck. Man, that you, if someone had been standing there, it had been, it had been over. But think of, I mean, you hear these stories all the time, don't you, Brent? Yes, sir. And it's, you know, it always ends up, well, I never thought it would happen to me or, you know, I thought it was unloaded or things of that nature. But, you know, this, at the end of the day, there's no excuse. Just unload it. When the, when the hunt's done, you know, if you're not hunting, there's no sense in it being loaded anyway. Yeah, I have uh, one, one of my former friend's son, is, his name is Jackson Dunn. And uh, I love to hunt with Jackson. He's just a cool young man, very smart. I love when we get into the stand. So first thing he does is he loads his gun. So he takes out his gun. He's got a case. He takes individual guns, uh, bullets out of a case. So he knows exactly what's in the case. He knows when there's bullets missing. Then he methodically loads his gun. When it's get ready to leave, and this is without me having to say anything to him. That's what's so cool about it, Brent. And when we get done hunting, he methodically unloads his gun, you know, pulls the clip out, takes each bullet, puts it back inside the case and in, in, in the places where they belong. And then he you know, proclaims, guns unloaded, it's safe. And then we leave. He's been taught extremely well. But these are important lessons, you know, really important lessons. Start young in life. <clears throat> and it's, a, it's sad, actually, that adults too often are the ones who take those things for granted, isn't it? Yes, sir. And it's, it's sad to say a lot of times it is adults that it happens to. Um, we get um, so caught up in everything we do and, you know, tro chasing that trophy book or, or whatever it may be. And, you know, we take for granted just taking five seconds, if that long, to unload the firearm. It's a it's a big deal. So you were a conservation officer for 17 years. What made you decide to, to get into the business? <laughs> well, once again, I was brought up in hunting and I was that kid that from the time I was old enough to talk that I, I knew I wanted to be in law enforcement back then. You know, I, I wanted to be a cop. And my dad was a big bird hunter. Of course, he, he was a big hunter or anything. But back then we had a lot of quail and uh, he was a big bird hunter, and he, he hunted Kenny Creek WMA a good bit for quail. And one Friday, or, or maybe it was Saturday, he went quail hunting, and he lost his dog. And we went to, to church with a, then it was called Game Wardens. We went to church with a Game Warden that was over Kenny Creek WMA, and he just walked, you know, asked him at church, would it be okay? Because back then you couldn't hunt the WMAs on Sundays. And he asked the game warden he said would it be okay if i go look for my dog this afternoon in between church times and he said sure he said i tell you what he said meet me at my house after lunch and we'll we'll load up in my truck and we'll go well my dad took me with him and we got up in that truck and i saw blue lights and siren and he let me hit it a few times and um at the end of the day when we were on the way home i asked my dad i said dad what what does he do? I mean, what he's wearing a gun and, and stuff. What does he do? He said, son, he's a game warden. I said, that's what I want to do when I grow up. And from from time I was eight years old till now, that's that's been my dream job and I'm living my dream. Brent, that's such a great story. It's so interesting how at a young age, things like that can impress us. But you saw the connection between law enforcement and the outdoors, and you could actually kill two birds with one stone from in terms of your goals. And uh, it sounds, even today, you say you're living your dream. It's been a great ride for you, hasn't it? Yes, sir, it has. And it's, you know, I, I come on in January of 05, and it seems like that was yesterday. You know, when you enjoy something, 
you know, time flies by. You're not, you're not miserable or anything. It's just, you know, something different every day. And it's, it's the best job in the world. That's great. So, uh, so you continued to advance and you got a lot of experience along the way. And eventually you got involved in the officer's training academy. You take that really seriously, don't you? I do. Um, of course, a lot of my training experience come through military. I learned a lot and um, I, I apply it to my my training um, and, and with the agency. But yes, it's, it's very serious, not only for liability, but you know, you're making the same impact on these young officers' lives as, as what the officer did in my life years ago. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago at, at our place, one of our one of our stands, we call it the CRP stand. And one of my friend's sons was in there hunting and conservation officers, two of them actually uh, together, were waiting outside the road where, where his son went in. And essentially they were just waiting for him to come out so they could check him and whatever. And we went over and met him and they were the finest young men, man. They were, first of all, they were extraordinarily polite and very well, very well, uh, you know, they, they, they represented themselves very well. And it wasn't long after that till my friend's son, Zach, came out. Of course, you know, he had his hunter orange on, his gun was not loaded, had his license. And, uh, you know, they just, they methodically checked him and again, very respectfully. And we shook hands and said, hopefully we'll see you again. And that was kind of it. But, you know, that plays out every day across the state, doesn't it? Yes, sir, it does. And it's like we train them in the academy. You know, you're you're not just somebody with a badge flexing your muscles or whatever trying to show authority you're 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 a number one servant in the outdoors whether you're serving the outdoors or the people um utilizing the outdoors um and you want to treat people all the same and the biggest thing is is you need to approach people from the aspect of you know that may be your replacement one day especially the younger generation that that may be your replacement one day you want to make a a positive impact on them to where you know this may be a job that they want one day yeah so w when you think think about things like poaching mm -hmm. is you know first of all you, you what do you how do you train officers to deal with it and how prevalent is that a problem across the state well you know we poaching is a problem and you know that's why we're here obviously to enforce it but you know not all not not all the time are we going to write a citation you know the the biggest thing is you know that we make a difference and we stop it um at, at the end of the day you know we want to want to please the the one that that made the complaint or, or and you know make a make an impact on the the person's life that you know that we come in contact with we tell the cadets at the academy 99.9 percent .9 of the time we did we're dealing with two people one of the people we're dealing with is just somebody trying to put a put some meat in the freezer or, or kill a trophy book. The other one is just out there trying to have a good time. And, you know, we're, we're not dealing with your um, everyday criminals or anything like that. And you, you got to keep that in mind. But also on the same note, you still have to keep in, that, in mind that, you know, it doesn't take but that point zero zero one percent to be a danger to you as well. Yeah, that that is that is that is so true. Listen, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Brent Madden from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. See you after this.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 84. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 63. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 83. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 60. And for your Wednesday, a beautiful day on top, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. In Congress, Mississippi has a conservative who fights for us every day. Michael Guest has the conservative record we can count on, fighting crime to make our communities safer, protecting the right to life and all of our constitutional rights, fighting Biden's far-left agenda, working to secure the border, to protect us, and to put America first. Michael Guest is fighting for our values every day. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on November the 8th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Don't just get a job, get a career with great salary and benefits. The Mississippi Department of Corrections has just increased your salary by 10%. If you qualify, you can be a corporal, sergeant, captain, or major with base salaries ranging from over $36,000 to over $47,000. Add to that retirement medical benefit packages up to $17,000 more, all with paid-on-the-job training not far from where you live. Visit MDOCMS.gov to apply today. That's MDOC.MS.gov. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. At AgUp, your local John Deere dealer, you can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your AgUp location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us and visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas. Gerard Gibbert here, host of Middays with Gerard. My friends at The Rogue have been serving Mississippians for almost six decades. As the leader in men's clothing in Jackson, whether you are back in the office or going to events, The Rogue has you covered this fall for all occasions. With the holidays coming up, The Rogue will have all your gift-giving covered for Christmas. Also, stop by to see the latest game day styles for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Remember to shop local, shop The Rogue. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We have Captain Brent Madden, who's uh, over the Mississippi Conservation Officers Training Academy and uh, with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, we were talking a little bit about poaching. You know, it occurs to me, uh, Brent, that we have a situation in Mississippi where we have a lot of smaller private you know, land, you know, a lot of private land, that, and so a lot of bordering land, and, you know, people can wander off off their land, especially if you have guests, and not realize they're actually on their neighbor's land. Uh, usually that kind of works itself out. Property owners kind of work together, and they figure, but every now and then they get, you got a kind of an onerous landowner who gets involved. I would think that that the this age of much more technology, as far as cameras are concerned, has really actually helped this problem to some extent because people are able to sort of monitor their land a little bit better than they were before. Do you see that the, that the advanced sort of uh, cellular cameras are really contributing to helping keep things more, more minimal as far as po poaching is concerned? Yes, sir, it does. And, you know, a lot of people have put them on their gates, on their camps, um, pre prevent things from being stolen out of the camp house or whatever they've got. Um, they'll put it on, especially if there's another trail or a main trail coming from the off property or a neighboring property onto theirs, they'll put a, a camera up there. But also, as far as technology goes, it also helps the, the neighboring landowner to, to be able to put up whatever kind of app they got on their phone to be able to pull it up and say, okay, well, this this is close. You know, I, I'm within 20, 30 feet of the property line. I, I need to turn around and go the other way. Yeah, yeah, that, that works out really well. Hey, listen, uh, over the years, training's always been a priority for the department, but uh, because of changing rules and, and, and laws and liabilities, there's so much that goes into to the life of a conservation officer. Training has never been more critical than it is today, has it? That, that's correct. And, you know, it's once again, it's like we tell our cadets, you know, what people are always um, or I shouldn't say always, people will try to sue. Um, that's just, everybody knows that. And, and one of the things they look at is obviously the officer's action and whatever the circumstances are, but also they look at the training and, you know, to see if that they were adequate, adequately trained. And, you know, we, we, we take that personally on, on how well we train people. So when you get a, when you get a new conservation officer, they know coming into it that, they're about to be uh, they're about to put be put through some of the best training and get them ready and it's, it's, it's you know they, that's actually understanding that is part of the hiring process isn't it yes sir it is um we have a, a rather lengthy lengthy hiring process where they obviously have to apply which our applications will hopefully open up on november 15th um you can go through our website and it'll um it'll direct you to the mississippi state personnel board to apply uh, you got to have 64 college hours or an associate's degree or um, at least five years sworn law enforcement experience and be at least 21 years of age. We usually have at least two rounds of interviews. Uh, they got to take a PT test um, to even qualify for an interview, which PT test consists of push-ups, um, mile and a half run, an agility run, and a, a, a swim. 
Um, and then we go, you know, if, if they get hired, we go straight into the academy, which we try to have at least eight weeks of our academy on the front end. Then they go to police academy for 12 weeks, and then they come back to us for four weeks. That's 24 weeks of training right there. That's six months. Then they're on a year-long FTO program, which is field training. So it's it's roughly a year and a half of training. That's incredible. You know, and you think probably in the old days, they probably gave them a gun and a good a good talking to and turned them loose. Is that is that the way it used to be? Well, when I come home, that's we we still had about 24 weeks of training or 22 and. They said they they give us a gun and a ticket book and they said get after it boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But but you know what? What you said about you're you're not typically dealing with these big time criminals, and so there's no reason to sort of elevate the 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 engagements that you have. In fact, you need to go into those conversations usually de-elevating them to just. Try to be one human talking to another. Uh, you guys have a goal. You have a go you want to keep people safe. That's for sure. You want to you want to protect the wildlife. You want people to follow the wildlife laws. You want people to get their license because that actually the license and the fees that come off a license are really important to the department. But um, but if you do if you train that well and you create a culture around that, then then you get to see your fellow officers acting accordingly and if someone's not sort of fulfilling that requirement they stick out like a sore thumb and you know it pretty quick if you got one that's a little bit too too aggressive don't you yes sir it it doesn't take long between the phone calls people people are going to let you know if they're if they've been mistreated well listen brent madden it's been a pleasure to get to know you today we'll have you back again i can't you know i i have a tremendous respect for law enforcement community especially conservation officers that are working hard to help contribute to Mississippi's wildlife and outdoors legacy. So I appreciate you uh, joining me today and we'll see you again soon. Thank you for having me and don't forget November 15th, applications open up. Oh, awesome, awesome. Hey, listen, have a great time in the outdoors and as I always say, be safe. We'll see you next Monday. God bless. Talk Mississippi Media Production.